Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Marvel Comics Podcast, the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is obviously a Star Wars episode, which means I'm with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have two books this week, and pretty good, I guess. Uh, (laughs) I actually like, we're talking bounty hunters and Star Wars. I like bounty hunters a bit more than I like the Star Wars book, which is always kind of weird, but we do end up getting in Bounty Hunters what we've been waiting for, unsexy valence. We've been waiting for it for a while. And I thought that when I was reading these, what we should do is make a checklist. And it'd be kind of funny. You make a checklist of everything we think has to happen before they kind of get done this era of books and move on. Of course, valence doesn't really tie into Return of the Jedi, but it's something that we've been waiting for. But I think something happens even in the Star Wars book that you kind of, check off the deal but when we get the Star Wars book I have to remember I'm going to ask you something and we'll see if we're both on the same page with that but we're going to start with Bounty Hunters Star Wars Bounty Hunters number 31 and that is written by Ethan Sachs art by Paolo Villanelli colors by Ari Priano and letters by VC's Travis Lanham I do like the art a lot in this issue Mm -hmm. Uh, even with I I don't know. I, I don't know why everybody has to draw things while it's raining. It drives me nuts, but I guess that's the planet. And they learned it from happening, uh, right? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right? Yeah, it's really. Snow. That is true. That snow drives me nuts in there. <laughs> I had a couple of Marvel. I, oh, I know what it was. It was the last week's Daredevil issue. Oh, they, love, that, uh, they love doing oh that. Oh, my God. And I'm, I'm reading it. And again, this art, I think, is really, really good. And then you kind of like, why would you think to muck it up? With with rain, but I guess it gives you the the tone or mm-hmm. the you know the, the the atmosphere. But here is the recap. Balance has had his whole world shattered after learning that the Empire he has been serving bombed the rebel base where the love of his life had taken refuge, leaving her presumed dead. Reunited with Tonga and his fellow bounty hunters, the cyborg hero is now out for revenge. But in his anger, he's drawn out Darth Vader for a showdown when he is not likely. To survive. Meanwhile, Booker is struggling to maintain control over the Unbroken Clan. Now that world has gotten out about the existence of the rightful heir to the Syndicate throne, with the Daily being protected by Crimson Dawn, current leader of the clan is isolated and in danger. And you say this, we don't deal a ton with Booker in this, but when we get to it, it's ridiculous. I don't <laughs> know why Ethan Sachs is doubling down on the nonsense with Booker, but. It's not as if he's showing in this of, man, did you hear Cadelia is alive? We have to go find Cadelia. No, you're getting what you always have with when you try to get a bunch of clans together. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to be the leader. You, you have her. I, would, I wish that that was spelled out more. Uh, Booker is now the leader, you know, back with the unbroken clan. But with that has come her, you know, she's so paranoid. She's staring at surveillance deal while people are legitimately just saying, we're going to take her down that <laughs> year. Like, there's never anything in this of, I, we got to go get Cadelia. We got to, no, these jerks are just getting their own deal. But luckily, we, we deal mostly with Valance. And we do get a Darth Vader that isn't a, you know, I hate to say the word, but isn't a simp here. Uh, <laughs> he ends up really kicking ass. This is the Darth. It's funny to have a Darth Vader who's more. Of a kick-ass Darth Vader in the Bounty Hunters book than the actual Darth Vader book. But again, I'm not really throwing shade at Greg Pak there. He's doing his thing to try to give you why Vader ends up the way he does in Return of the Jedi. So I get it. 
but it's neat to see Vader just, you know, just flip kick out ass. and yeah. just kick ass. And it's funny because when you end up pretty much where, as we've seen a bunch of times, Valance is giving the whole speech. This is what you did, Vader. I'm taking you down. Vader's probably so sick of these speeches that he's given, but give Valance credit. He ends up, you know, holding his own for a bit. He actually, I, I don't know that I like the idea that he doesn't call the lightsaber a lightsaber. I think he's been around Darth Vader enough and may know enough to not call it your, you know, laser hey, sword. your laser sword. That just felt weird and, and yeah. funny, but. He ends up where he throws a rock at Vader. <laughs> Vader ends up just crushing it. While this is going on, too, uh, you know, you end up having Tonga, Lasha, all the bounty hunters. They're going to mostly go off to their ship and get away. But you do end up having Tonga say, I'm going to stay. I'm going to end up trying to save Valance. He's an old friend of theirs. All that stuff going on. So you get everybody involved. You even have Tasu end up going around and actually saving Tonga at the point as well but I do like the colors in this and you do end up seeing like I don't know how this or what happened but Valance's crazy repulsor rays they, they have gone completely insane here but it looks cool yeah they're like and, on overload or yeah, something I mean, holy crap and I guess it's just the idea to show that he is just so angry and you do have Vader you know saying listen your anger is pretty cool I mean I might have underestimated you but unfortunately I'm going to have to kill you if you attack me. Now, in the meantime, Lieutenant Hayden, that monstrosity with her cyborg <laughs> eye on the side, the, the play here also gets to me, and I wish that we had something a little different because we do mention in that recap, Valance lost the love of his life, right? He didn't mm-hmm. know that until just a little bit ago, but yet he was playing a little, you know, a little sexiness. With Lieutenant Hayden That's and true, I wished, he was cheating in a way He was, and I wish that what happened here and I think that Ethan Sachs doesn't want to reveal that, Like he wants to get past <laughs> that But I think that a stronger deal Would have been to have Valance Just, you killed the love of my life You ended up doing that With somebody I was going to spend the rest of my life with And have Lieutenant Hayden like, what? Like, what's yep. going on here? I thought you left and then end up doing what she does. But to have her do this and just, I am part of the Empire, it, it just seemed a little bit odd. Now, again, I don't know that I want the Bounty Hunters book to become Valance and Lieutenant Hayden hanging out on a farm, you know, raising their kids, all with cyborg <laughs> eyes, I'm sure. I think that is genetic. Uh, you end up yes. where Vader, and, and you do, you end up having Tonga come try to, you know, distract things. I thought she was dead. <laughs> She doesn't do anything. She gets sliced, but she ends up her speeder bike gets sliced and she falls and you have Tasu come and save that. But you mm-hmm. end up where uh, Hayden, that gives Hayden something to pew pew uh, against. Uh, but there you do have Vader just pretty much, you know, destroy Valance. And just, you know, Valance isn't going to win. There's no way. No way. No, I mean, no even chance. in the kind of funny play of, well, of course, because Vader goes on. But they, you don't think that he can. I thought that he'd do a little damage, but he says, well, at least I ended up getting the people. This I was more of a distraction, almost as if, hey, I don't care if I live or die now. The thing that I was fighting, it's gone. You lied to me. I'm just going to take you down. If I die trying, screw it. And also everybody got away. And that is not the case. I love when you end up seeing Valance's team. And all I could think of is we hardly knew ye. 
those that team of his besides yeah, where are those, those people the, yeah, the people we, with the stormtroopers yeah and remember that like those guys they were there it was that squad but we never really ended up knowing them we didn't no. get attached to them and when they're here they almost feel like Okay, that's just the side team, but we care more yeah, about the you're regular. Right. Like you the uh, Trandoshan and the yeah, other ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We never really ended up knowing them at all, really by name, because we weren't really made to. It, it was something they just got. So they're dead. And oh no. Did they burn and up in this explosion? It seems. Stuff? I don't know. And it, the thing is, they are like on the side, like, oh no, make it for the cave. I think they live. I say they'd be pretty died. cool I, if they died, though. I but. think they live because they'll probably end up blaming Valens for this and coming after you. Have to have somebody go at, or maybe I don't know that we need another crew because this crew actually does feel like the other crew light. You know, it, it feels like it's just they're okay, but they're not as good as the other crew. Maybe they'll merge a little bit. Maybe, too. maybe that's that what I'm saying. Happen. Do you need those then, though? No. Because uh, I just want to point out. That you end up one, you have, you know, you already have Tonga and one of the other crews, Tonka. <laughs> like, really? Like, we don't Tonka. need that. Yeah. Tonka and, uh, uh, and Kala. And when they say those, I'm like, those words never really crossed my lips a lot of times during this. They were just that side deal. Lieutenant Aiden was the big deal. And this is where it's kind of funny. It does parallel something in a little bit, but the parallel doesn't really hit. Because you end up, well, there's Sexy Valance and there's Hayden. Hey, listen, we can go off. This is where I wanted him to say, you know, after saying all this stuff about the love of his life. Oh, baby, we could go and have this other life here. We, and she's like, what? That's not what you were saying two minutes ago. The <laughs> idea that you're fighting Vader means that you really are upset about the love of your life and whatever. And Vader says, kill him. Yep. And she does. Well, she thinks she does. She shoots him right in this pretty face. And that's the thing. I think she's like, if you're not going to have me, you're not going to have that sexy face. So she shoots him right in the face. Which, seriously, a woman with a cyborg eye, and I'm not a, a person, any, you shoot somebody in the face. That is, <laughs> that's pretty over the top because of you already having that cyborg guy that probably bothers you all the time. You're like, take that. And he yeah. goes off a cliff. That's on his left side, heart, right? too. Yeah. Left oh, yeah. side, too, which is where it always is. Yeah, yeah. Cyborg So stuff. there you go. Right off the cliff. If I'm not going to have like sexy Batman. balance, nobody's having sexy balance. <laughs> yeah, he just goes off the cliff and falls what looks to be maybe from the moon to the... Yeah, it's yeah. like Batman. We stories. Have, we have cyborg God here because he falls <laughs> down. And oh, my God. And... and this is the thing when Hayden says, well, my, my, my first love is the Empire. Boom, shoots him in the face. He goes down. And I think that maybe she has hope that he lived and just thinks maybe Vader will just, okay, whatever, we'll just go on. No, he says, I want the body because it's revealed the big play in this whole deal with balance. At one point, he looked at the plans for the new Death Star. They think that even if he didn't mean to, which he probably did, but they think that his subconscious processors might have downloaded that into his files. They want to get balanced. They want to mind wipe him seriously at this point, because we do end up seeing that our bounty hunters, they do end up finding him. Tonga Lasha, they go and find him. I don't know that at that point, if somebody offered him to get a mind wipe, 
he might take it. I mean, everything has gone bad for him. Maybe yeah, he brushed revenge, some, but he's not going to be able to get it. He should know this now. Vader just handed him his butt. Yeah, fresh start. Fresh start. Just fresh go. Start. Just say, yeah. listen. Or maybe you can say, like, you know, leave some of the things. Like, let's go through this. And, you know, or really just Ben Riley this shit and go. I am <laughs> telling you, just out. Uh, but in the meantime, with all that, and what happens then is, you know, Tonga goes and she does feel like she owes balance some things from before they have that connection we even see boss he's losing his mind he wants to kill balance he said he tried to kill me before you have a reference to the very beginning of this series uh which again we always bring it up was where we weren't really fully in once we kind of got out of that first deal and got balanced by yeah himself, the first six issues or so were not good You're yeah right. yeah it was just it, it was convoluted you were dealing mm-hmm. with this stuff of the past and the crew and stuff like that we've liked it since but and we read it, and now it does the same. Bosk is pissed. He doesn't want, you know, Valance around. So you have that going on. It does look like Hayden is upset about what she did, but she still did it. Maybe she'll help Valance on the side. And then you end up getting the Inferno Squad, which I'll tell you, I like the art throughout this. But the one lady in the Inferno Squad just looks like Lieutenant Hayden without the cyborg eye. And it, it threw me at first, but yeah, they're on the case. They're going to search out balance. And then in the meantime, you have Vukara, who is watching her bank of monitors, paranoid as hell, which she should be because these clans, they're always going to try to stab you in the back, do this and that and the other thing. There are some people plotting against her, but all she can think back of is when she, I don't even understand the way that this progresses, this scene. I don't quite even get the idea of this dad and not dad. And you got this necklace. Something with a necklace. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. really? And so what happened is when she was little, she was made to kill her pet. She was made because, you know, you cannot seriously have a loft cat in the basement. And her dad <laughs> gets mad and she's, no, no, don't kill Purry. Please don't kill. Oh, I'm not going to kill Purry. You're going to kill Purry. And now she's getting that whole deal. So this is more of that deal. She killed that Nexu. She killed Lasha's pet Nexu. Ne- Me and you went because we keep forgetting the names of the Nexu. Every time we look it up, we almost crap our pants. The, the Nexu, I told you, <laughs> the only place so that scary. a Nexu belongs is in Australia with those monstrosities they have. Done. This thing. There is not a pinch of a Nexu that isn't there to kill you. Or, as you saw in some videos, get real handsy with uh-huh. you. These <laughs> things in some videos seem to like really like to <laughs> take clothes off and go some to fan town. Videos. I yeah. don't know that that's really in the canon of the Star Wars <laughs> universe, but somebody thinks it is. Somebody's <laughs> out there making videos. God rest her soul, Padme. You are having problems with that, but I'm telling you. <laughs> This Nexu, it's all, it looks like a Cheshire cat, if you're not aware of what it is. But all, like, it's not just smiling at you. The pointed teeth want to eat you. It's got quills all over the place that are poisonous. It's got all this nonsense going on. It's like, it's like the deadliest version of like a platypus going around. Everything is there to, and yet here's the, I can't believe I killed. And I think that at this point, Ethan Sachs got the word like, Nobody cares if you kill a Nexu. Like, the Nexus, they're kind of going to kill you. You kill them. 
So she's got to have a tie-in to Puri, her loth cat, as a kid. Why are you? You even said before we started, like, why is he doubling down on this? Why? Yeah, I mean, there, there's no reason. Too right? deep. When yeah. you get to this point, you end up where I rolled my eyes again. I'm like, we're still dealing with this. I, I, you know that at a point you will have Lasha and Vukra. Uh, you know, face to face again, and it's going to be a big thing. But in my mind, by the time that Booker does this, Lash is going to say, "What the hell are you even talking about?" And then, oh, you know, your your pet Nexo. Oh, that thing. No, afterwards, I actually realized that it's a crazy killing machine, and I should not <laughs> have been having it as a pet anyway. And probably would have eaten my whole crew by now because I do think that might have happened. She would have started to, oh, like the Nexo's just waiting patiently. She's going to eventually think that I'm tame and let me through the whole ship and I'm going to eat all of them. I'm going to I'm even eating the, the robots, everything. Yeah. I mean, that, and yet you're doing next that. Next to one bad day. That's what <laughs> yeah, really. It's like next to <laughs> every bad day. Every day is a bad day for that thing. Oh, my goodness. But <laughs> everybody has their issues there. Really, what she what Vuker should be doing right now is either attempting to find and kill Cadalia. Don't worry about Puri and the Nexu. Go and either kill Kedalia or maybe your thing would be almost like we see with Kira. Go and find Kedalia and kind of groom her down. I say groom her. I don't mean it in a sus way. Sus. Like the Nexu. Uh, <laughs> you know, go find her and, you know, teach her the ways and maybe have it like, listen, you will take over for me. But in the meantime, let's run this together. I'm kind of a place, you know, pretend that you're a place. Really what you're doing is trying to, you know, stay in power. But say to her, hey, we'll do this. And yeah, I think everything will be good because I'm telling you, these guys, old eye patch there that she's watching that's talking crap. If mm-hmm. Delia is in charge right now, I don't think this guy stops that. I think all of these people are pieces of crap. That's kind of how they are. And they'll just want to then they'll be like, man, now we have to kill a little girl. This is yeah, great. Everybody wants to be in power. These guys yeah. aren't going to stop. Yeah, it's but not... in that recap saying like, oh, they're all, you know, they hear that Kedalia's out there. and uh, No, they, they just want to take power. And if they get Kedalia involved, it's going to be, again, for an underhanded way and try to do that. Like they yeah, make... because adult, adult men love following 12-year-olds. Or yeah, yeah, really. Now we're getting the next show again. You end up like, <laughs> even then, like if they did bring up, if I was there, I might. Do like, hey, listen, Fukura has no reason to be in charge. We should have Kedalia. Go, Kedalia. And then in the meantime, say, well, since she's gone, since I'm yelling for that, I should be in charge. And I'll, I'll wait. Yeah. yeah you're, you're just going to play your angle. But she's there thinking of Puri. Puri. I mean, the that cat. is a messed up thing to happen oh, to you it as, is. as a yeah. kid, for sure. I mean, that's a life-defining but event, I would imagine. She had, and I love the idea. Her dad, like I said, her dad comes in. And it looks like she's there with her sister, but might not. Hey, where's the, the dad comes in, rips this necklace off and then says that somebody else ruined it. But he did. And then ends up, hey, prove your worth to the unbroken clan by killing this cat. I mean, he's really. It, yeah, and the, art, the art's pretty bad on this, like way worse than yeah, the other pages. Yeah, it Maybe it's like on purpose or he just, it was last minute ad or something. Something yeah, weird. Yeah. It's so funny that the the reason why you go into this and show that scar to make sure you, you realize, in the way that it progresses, it's easy to kind of realize that that is Bukhara. The problem I had was I started thinking too much about it because the scene was so, it was a bit confusing. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, is that Bukhara? Is that, I, I thought this was actually a deal where 
hey, let me wear the necklace. And this was like her brother. And then she's like, oh, now we could be sisters. And then the dad got mad because he's a jerk. I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't know what was happening. Get woke, dad. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like, ooh-wee. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> and then he just ends up, hey, kill that cat because that usually works out for people in life, killing their pets. All right, yeah. let's go. And that's just now. What does that pr- I mean, I know it proves that you're going to do and follow orders, but it's not, that's not endearing you to anybody, right? It, no, what you should all. say is, oh, Purry? Yeah, we're going to take Purry down to the farm. Down there and yeah, Curry will farm. be great. That's, that's what that my works mom kids. said. Kids, yeah, I too. came back from college and I said, Where's Pepper? And oh, oh, we gave her to this guy on a farm. I'm like, you, you put her to sleep, didn't you? Why? And my mom basically said, Well, we, we didn't really want her anymore. <laughs> she wasn't sick or anything. I came nope. home, and that's the thing. I came home from college with the full intention of, Okay, Pepper, let's go. Let's get, I'm going to find an apartment that I could have my dog and done. Dog was dead. I'm like, really? Because when you press them, that's all you have to do. As a little kid, you can't really press them as much. But, oh, give me the address of this farm. I'm going to go see Pepper. I'm going to see how she's doing. Oh, oh, I don't remember that. And then finally, my mom is the worst. And, well, I, I think that, I, again, they may not have put her fully to sleep. I think they just took her and dropped her off somewhere. SBCA. Okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Like, not, not our problem mix, anymore. And, yeah, they're just like, what? I swear to God, it was probably two days after I'd left for West Virginia. Like, really? What? We have to feed this dog? Holy <laughs> moly. And out it went. Uh, but, yeah, that's kind of my parents. So I have my own. Don't we all have our own purry? But, yeah, at the end, you end up where we get this squad. That it's kind of have like we a, seen re- these it is a reunion. Idiots right? before we have, right? We've yeah, seen we have. They've before. shown up, but okay. they always seem to show up as this. It's like the Knights of Ren. They show up looking badass in the cliffhanger, and then they again get their, you know, butts handed to them. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to take down uh, Valance no. or the deal. And plus, I'm squad. looking at the Inferno Squad, which they're supposed to be badass. They have one of them probe droids in the back, uh, but you are going against Those some are real, real seasoned vets in, in this <laughs> whole bounty hunter squad, though. So that was pretty. And also, I do have to point out, too, one last deal. We did get Zuckus doing his Findman abilities that we always yeah. get a kick out of. He loves it. it. Well, yeah. he's there, and he's like, well, first off, we got to get chicken bones. Remember when he was doing that nonsense, throwing <laughs> chicken bones around and stuff? He's like, hey, let's see. Nah, he just went yeah. to it. He ended up finding them. He found them. Cool. That ends up showing you that, yeah, he can do that. So with all of that, I still... You know, we still have some loose ends, but we're getting to some cool story stuff and things like that. So I, I, I don't mind. Dengar's still, what is he? He's still off. He, he ended up selling everyone out and then skedaddled. So we got to see. He went off to, with, with his hot wife. Yeah, with, whatever his, she was. with his lady. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> that's that. So that's the end of that issue. What did you give this one? I'd give it an eight. Yeah, I, I think eight. I'd I give it an eight. It. It's one of my, I think it's one of the better issues that we've had in this series. Actually, one of the I might even go eight five, yeah, because yeah. we got stuff that we we wanted to get balanced, non sexy. It ends up working out the way it was. You go and have all this. The Vukra stuff still makes us laugh, but at least that's there. I think it was one of the better issues of all the Star Wars books in a bit. I think that we're in that weird lull that we haven't really been enjoying much, and I think it really started with that Afro book, which is really that needs to pick it up. That needs to take some lessons from this and get going, but. Mm-hmm. We'll move on to the next story. 
I, I saw I, I sent you uh, a message about the reviews for this, and there's actually more reviews than there usually is. The Star Wars books don't get reviewed a hell of a lot, uh, you know, written reviews. But a bunch of people have reviewed this and not real keen on it. And I think that there's a problem here in no space that while I, I think that the play here is kind of a funny deal that, hey, what can we do? Because we don't want to tread on anything that's Return of the Jedi. We have to get to that eventually, but we need to waste some time. Why not go into no space? You can't anything that happens here. It's, anything happens in no space stays in no space. Right. So we mm-hmm. have that. But. What I was going to ask you, are you convinced, as I am, that when they leave no space, it's one of those things, man, you've been gone 30 seconds, and they're like, oh, right, so then you could just hang here forever. Absolutely. I mean, six months, six months is like six minutes of real time. Yeah, they're going to go back, and somebody's going to get a hold of them, like, hey, like, whatever conversation was going on with, like, comms, I'd have to go back. I swear there's going to be something where... That just continues and like, what? Yeah, what no what's time going has on? passed. We've been yeah. gone for six months. And like, no, no, you haven't. What are you talking about? We were just talking two minutes ago. It has to be that way because six months is way too long. Oh, to it's waste. way too long. Or longer. Or it might be longer. It's not even, I don't even think this is a hot take because it's way too long. Yeah, now, if you're going to do given. it, if you're going to do the idea that it's not that, then they better skedaddle out of here quick because you have a rebellion without its leader. You end up having all this stuff happen. You're going to run out of time. So I think that anything in this that's going to look like, oh, man, like they got to get out soon. They got to do this. I think it will be wiped clean out of no space where everybody is. Kind it's perfect of, because it allows them to tell six issue story, five issues of and not take up any time in real. Time. Yeah. Yeah. So it and out. it's going to be a weird play because of the idea that there have been people like they, it's not like I'm saying that time freezes and you can't die in here. I think you do end up because you have this colony that keeps going. But I'm sure I think you that, age and stuff. Yeah, I think that the whole deal when they go out, it's like, it's going to be a weird, like, time does move, but it moves so slow that mm-hmm. it ends up being nonsense. It's relative. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the other thing about this is that, you know, it's Charles Sewell writing, obviously, but it's still going. It's heavy into the High Republic stuff and things that we're not yeah, dealing with. Yeah, I don't like that Nile stuff. And, yeah, and it ends up where it, it, it might elevate it for some. But for us, I, I just I, I don't it goes need down to a little push bit in my things. mind. Yeah, it's just like it feels like I'm not as connected. But that's on us. We don't read mm-hmm. the High Republic stuff. But still, I'm here for the Star Wars stuff between Empire and and Return of the Jedi. But still, it is Star Wars number thirty one, written by Charles Sewell, art by Andres Guinelay, colors by Rachel Rosenberg, and letters by VCs Clayton Cowles. The Keserat Colony. Hoping to solve the rebellion's dire fuel shortages, Emil Emelin. Emelin. Hold on. Every time I see it, I think it's something. <laughs> took a desperate gamble. He's going to be gambling later. Gambling with maybe a hepatitis. STD roulette. I'm not, I'm not being mean or anything, but Lando's <laughs> been around. I'm telling you, I would not trust that guy. Centuries ago, tanker ships known as the Keserat Convoy vanished in the hyperspace with an abundance of fuel supplies. Seeking the legendary convoy, Hamlin acquired an ancient Nihil or Nihil Path Engine, a unique piece of hyperspace technology. When the heroes of the Rebel Alliance activated the Path Engine, it stranded them in the mysterious no space. Unable to escape via hyperspace, the heroes came under attack by the massive kill droids. I'll get to those in a minute. The inhabitants of no space stage a rescue, but ordered the heroes to relinquish their weapons. After the mysterious captain revealed that none have escaped no space, their ship arrived at the colony 
of Keseret. And so they were trying to get the fuel. Amazingly, after centuries, nobody's used this fuel. Yeah, it's still there. To maybe fuel <laughs> anything going on or do anything. <laughs> they, they still have the fuel there. That seems weird. This is just my opinion here. I don't know if everybody's going to agree, but if me and you are making robots, even if they're guards, I don't care if they're army, don't call them killbots or killdroids. They're, they're going to end up finding this out and they're going to think that's their prime directive. Call them nice guys <laughs> or something. Like, because they end up where, yeah, they're killed. Why would you call them killdroids when they're just going to learn that? And that's what they do. I'm telling you, they're misunderstood in this. They're just doing what they're called. <laughs> They are ridiculous. I don't know what yeah. is going on with those things. And they, we saw them, but now all of a sudden it's just like, man, those killjoys probably ruining your ship right about now. And then we see it. It's, it's a lot of things feel forced yeah, in there. They messed that ship up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can have, but again, I like where you end up having Captain Blythe. He's not quite, it, these killjoys, they're learning. They are like, because he says they're just going to rip them apart because that's what no 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 <laughs> they get in that damn ship and they're coming for you there's they're problem. starting to read books he didn't like what was in that book he tossed it again i <laughs> will get to that too he's like books <laughs> who read prince dead but i don't know what is going on but you end up where they're on this colony the big place you guys are going to have to be here it's almost like a quarantine but more of the idea we have to trust you first if i'm captain blythe here and he's a abyssin, a cyclops. Uh, there's guy. no way this guy's name is Blythe. I mean, I couldn't get past that. I'm, I'm sorry, I couldn't. <laughs> what do you like? This armor with these spikes. Like, you better not go in for a hug Mad or Max. anything. I mean, this thing is nonsense. <laughs> like, you don't need why. In my mind, the armor is there so nobody even gets close to you. You don't need it to be spiked that way. You can have spikes on the shoulders, but he, he's a cyclops. We'll just go with that. I said it's an abyssin. He's from, mm -hmm. you know, they're from the planet Bisson. Uh, so he's there. And I like the fun of he's got a cool look, right? It's it's kind of a yes. cartoony <laughs> deal. But I said it reminds me of some of the older Marvel Star Wars stuff where they got the deal. They ended up doing New Hope. And then now oh, what do we do now? And they just had wacky adventures with everyone. This feels like that. So I do Isn't like it that. the Cyclops in uh, Invincible that you're reading now? Isn't that that guy in space that he, he looks just like him. Looks like yeah, this. he looks yeah. just like him, actually. So he's there. So I like it now at a point he's going over the rules. We knew the rules before, but hey, when am I going to get my lightsaber back? When am I going to get in my mind? There is never a time where you really need to give that. Like, you don't get that back. We, we either no. used it for parts, I had this, or we can, because you're never going to actually, in my mind, totally trust anybody that comes this way. So why even play that game? But I don't think eventually either Luke, because Luke says in this, yeah, I can get another lightsaber. I got more important things. We get back to that book. I think that this is the play. He has to get rid of that lightsaber at some point. He's got to go and make his green lightsaber for Return of the Jedi. I've been wondering. That's one on the checklist. And I do believe that he's going to leave it to that kid. Because yeah. you end up having Forvin show up after. I mean, this is a back and forth. Hey, you know, what do you want from <laughs> us? What can we do? You end up having Colonel Blythe say, oh, my God, you got a low butt. Holy moly, a high broid, which I really thought it was good, like a high bro would be cool. And then they high five. But he ends up where we could use him. What do you mean by that? And then, hey, we're going to divvy up. You're going to we're going to get your skill set. 
We're going to go and maybe after six months, we'll let you do some other things. That's where we were talking about that time frame. Uh, but in the meantime, what else can you do? I mean, you're there in the snow space. You're These people have the food they've been growing. I do like, too, where you end up, Lice says, hey, you got any of that ramen with the street flavors? It seems like he's really big on, like, if we can get this other stuff, we can end up using it and decoding it and making some more. Yeah, it's all about the, the most important currency is food, actually, the different flavors of food that people have. So he says, if, if you end up having things, we might be able to get our science on there, extrapolate the deal. And maybe we can <laughs> now, instead of eating just beef ramen, we could have spicy beef ramen. Yeah, and spicy it, beef. It makes sense. You know, and I like the idea, like, they obviously, when you get there, and I think that Charles still thought this out. They're going to have to have a food supply. So this isn't like what a lot of people would have. Man, you got food because we're starving. They can't be starving here. They, they've been living all this time. They just want new flavors. It's just a little bland. It gets yeah. bored. You know, even yeah. if you add this, but you eat the same thing. So I, I kind of like that. And like, well, we don't have much, but we'll figure it out. What not? Well, then this is where this boy shows up. Now, you could tell me at points like it's like everybody here, every kid calls everybody dad or whatever, but it really plays out that this is the Cyclops boy. You better get a hold of this wife and ask her who she's been around like, because this kid, has, I don't know the genetics of it. Somehow I think <laughs> that if a, a woman and a guy and the guy's a Cyclops, that might be the dominant gene. That's just me. This should Absolutely. be a Cyclops, right? So he's not. Yeah. I think that you said it's the mailman. It may be. <laughs> We'd have to find out. But this boy's cute, and he's the one who ended up where they saw them at first. And he's like, he's all excited. He thinks that Luke's a cool deal. I agree with them. He thinks, oh, the Jedi, and really wants. Dad, did you tell him about what I want to tell him? No, no, I'm still going through things. Oh man, I got to tell him this. Can we tell him this? And we go to, you know, and we get a background of how they got into the snow space. But again, it's easy to figure out at points they got there. And they end trapped. up where these savage raiders that are heel, which we kind of know about and even our little bit of the High Republic deal. What it, it always does remind me of are the uh, Reavers in Firefly. They're just mm -hmm. this race that goes around. And they're just there to kill people. They live by scrapping and grabbing things. They've disappeared somehow. And they think maybe the kill droids, they ended up killing them. That's where I'm telling you, don't call them kill droids. But. This is where they're at, and they mention, yeah, your ship back there, that's a shame, because that thing's destroyed. Everything on it's going to be destroyed. And then we just see these, they're just marching the ship around, they're going in, they're ripping open the door. They're smashing it. Yeah, just yeah. smashing it, and they're really, like, trying to get into it, and now they're taking off. In the meantime, you have this kid. Now, can I tell him, Dad? Come on, come on. And there's this, you know, mural-type deal, this window thing, and... And you end up being told the <laughs> story of Alaren Aziz. It's like a cave painting yeah, or something. Yeah, it is. It, it really is. <laughs> and you, you end up seeing like ships coming out of a, the warp into the no space. Then you get to see the Jedi who, of course, is like an angel, you know, space Jesus. And, oh, saved yep. us from everyone. And our thought is, you know, and, and things would probably come about. You'd start like weird religions and stuff from, you know, and so... A Jedi will eventually return and will end up, you know, doing this, that, and the other thing, and you'll free us. And now that you had a lightsaber, you must be a Jedi. Is that the case? 
And again, this Alaren Z is a legitimate High Republic Jedi, so that checks. Um, but wants to know, like, you're here to save us. Jedi can do everything and anything. And the kid's cute, and Luke has to, like, pull him back. Listen, there's some things that Jedi can't do. And by the way, I haven't read my full book. I, I'm not yeah. re- Like, he doesn't want to say that, but it is true. And then eventually even talks to Leia and says, like, the lightsaber... I can make another lightsaber. That's not big. What I need, that Jedi book that I had, I'm, I just, I know that they ended up kind of in the, I don't think that this thing would ever leave your grip. I think that even when you had problems, even when somebody comes You're to taking you, it with you, you would take yeah. it with you. You'd have, have it a little somewhere. Pouch that yeah, you carry around. somewhere that you'd have it. I'd never just leave it. I mean, it. he's wearing a jacket or a hood. He could, I'm sure it has pockets. I'm telling you, those, those are always those robes that those Jedi, you know, have where they pull crap out yeah. right so yeah. just having it laying around like oh crap like really you left it there <laughs> yep i left it <laughs> their there. own fault man i mean look at some of the things that they reveal that they brought with them and yet he didn't bring this book so then again just to show you the deal oh no i hope that book is okay i'm gonna have to get back to where those kill droids are and maybe get it out of the ship but the guy already says like the ship's destroyed you no, no, in the meantime, you got books flying out left and right, and you end up where these droids, the one looks at it, prints dead. I love that it throws it over the back, just tosses it over <laughs> its shoulder, and then it bounces, bounces, and remember, you're on this, like, floating asteroid thing, and well, it's now teetering. I'm it, assuming there's no gravity, so it's going to stay right there. Yeah, it should That's stay there. Like, it's, no wind. It, you shouldn't, but yeah, it's, it's kind of... <laughs> teetering there and you're like really there's like, no way luke finds that that he will but i mean that's just crazy yeah and and he basically says if i if i don't find this i'm done now in the <laughs> meantime we're gonna do a little character work here of lando and Haldo. they're hanging also i like where chewy is pissed he has to bunk with lobot and no conversation he's there plus they're eating oatmeal he's there like whatever this is he's like looking at lobot Lobot's probably like, I'd rather have, where is my motor oil? You end up where Chewie tastes it. He hates it. Then he's like, yeah, screw it. And I gotta eat it. It just, it's better just to get it all down. And he's there with just Lobot there, sitting there, saying nothing. You go off and there's Haldo and, and uh, Lando. This is where I said to you before we recorded, I think that you can get a deal. There's not... A lot of scenes like this, extended scenes where people are just kind of hanging in the mm-hmm. Star Wars universe, like the movies. And yeah, there'll be times I said there's Leia saying, oh, my God, you know, Ben died and I know you're upset, but we got to get, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, but there's not the, hey, you want to play cards? You want to do this? You want to do that? And I think that when people end up doing this. They, they tend to not get the great Like I don't know I don't need You know Lando just sitting Around talking like this sucks And Holo's like yeah I know Hey you want to play cards I don't have Cards oh man but I wouldn't play with you Anyway you're a scoundrel You chip and Lando Is so hurt That she <laughs> says that I wouldn't play Cards with you Leia Told me all about it no offense or Anything this is the thing if me and you I, I, you heard me talk. If I said to you, let's play, you know I'm going to cheat. Uh, that, yeah, and oh, I yeah. know I'm going to. I have already, when I ask you, I've already set this up. You're, you're, I've already you're, set you're, it up. You've admitted to it. Yeah, yeah I need absolutely. to win. 
That's all it is. It's not like I'm going to steal your money. Even if it was just, hey, let's play for fun. There's no way. I'm going to cheat. I'm dead. And if I'm losing and it's anything that has like a setup, I'm knocking the table over by accident. I, that, that's what I do all the time. <laughs> if we're playing like Monopoly. chess, I realize yeah, any of that. And what I'll do is I'll end up like, oh, who's that? And I'll like jump up and knock the table over. And oh, oh game man, over. you were just or about risk. to win. Can you imagine playing Risk like that? That doesn't mean that she's saying Lando's an awful person. She's saying that he cheats at cards. A lot of people cheat at cards. and But it's this like, it's supposed to be this huge thing. Lando's like, oh, none taken. Look how hurt he is. And then it continues. He's like, oh, shucks. I try to be good. You know, just because I ended up selling out all these people last month and, and got Han, one of my oldest friends, <laughs> and pretty yeah. much, you know, lover of Leia here. Just because I ended up getting him frozen in carbonite and taken away and now they may never see him. Why can't people get over it? The idea that they even have him around and didn't let Chewbacca choke him out on Bespin shows you that they are willing to look the other way. And because yeah. there's no reason why Leia should have stopped Chewbacca from choking him out. Chewbacca should have taken that head off and tossed it like an Ugnaught. It should have been over. <laughs> and yet he said, woe is me. People seem. Now, in the meantime, this jerk off is was in contact with, you know, every, with Jabba and trying to play the both sides. So screw you, Lando. Oh, woe is me. You are the worst. And I love Lando. But the idea where I think Lando is one of those that I always took him as a guy. Yeah, down deep, maybe. But. He's one of those guys that's oblivious to any, like, he thinks everybody loves him because he's able to con everybody. So mm-hmm. it's like, what? That You're still mad about Han? Like, I swear, he probably said that 17 times, two hours after it happened. Like, oh, man, we're still dealing with this? Oh, come on, yeah. I'm Lando. And so this whole, whole idea of him being upset, while it does, it's it's trying to give you something that I don't know that we need. Do you need to see? that he has more of a connection to the rebellion than we already kind of would assume. And he's trying to make better for what he did. No, it's you're right. It's too early. It's only been like a month or something. And and he's, what was me? And he's like, Oh man, I just feel so we get Haldo who will not play cards with Lando because he, she heard about him. I think Lando just wants to play strip. Yeah. Well, why not? Because then Haldo goes, (laughs) Hey, I'm not going to play cards with you because you're a piece of crap, but hey, let's make love. I mean, they might, yep. they're going to get interrupted like everybody does. Now, the, the problem is, is that you need C3PO to walk in on them. <laughs> oh my, because he's always there, but you can't. So you end up with this being the idea where, you know, they start making out. And is this the connection that we needed to see why Lando. Look how she's grabbing his hair. Too. Yeah. Like, it's like crazy. She's going in. And, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. And then you get Chewbacca, which I thought Chewbacca could sniff this out. It's like, what? The, somebody's making That's why out. He's yelling. And it isn't me. I'd love it <laughs> if he went over and he's like, and, and again, he's like, Rrr! and then Lando, yeah, not Lando, Lobot looks like, Lobot <laughs> says yes, and they start making out. Just everybody's making out. This is the deal where this makes me laugh so much. You end up where Chewbacca, they already said, and Lando was giving Chewbacca some props. Hey, uh, you know, Chewbacca here, pretty good. 
he knows things. He can figure things out. Let him see some of the reasons we need to know. And it made sense. Everybody who tried to get away before tried to escape knows space. Give us what they did so we don't have to repeat their mistakes and we'll be able to learn and maybe we can figure it out. And you end up like, said, well, you know, everybody's tried this. I don't know how great your guy is. Lando pretty much says in, you know, nice terms, he works on the biggest piece of crap spaceship there ever has been. <laughs> this, he says, it's like temperamental. And like, this thing is always broken, but he's able to make it work. So I think he can figure this out. So Chewbacca's there. He's not distracted by Haldo and making out. So he's sitting there and in a play that you do have to go back and it, it isn't play. He thinks as he's like, oh, my God, I think I saw something on that cave painting mural. Oh, my God. It ends up being the Nahil Drive that got us here. So, so Chewbacca, you're telling me that your epiphany here is the thing that got you there, which maybe you could figure that out very is what will get you out. And that's what he thinks. But again, it's back at the ship. And, yeah, and the robots were right standing point, next to I it. thought the robots took I don't think they did take off. At one point, it looked like they were actually going into it. They're just ripping the place apart. I don't know if they're looking for street flavors of stuff or motor oil. They probably they probably just want fuel. How are they yeah. fueled this long? Who knows? Uh, get that <laughs> going down. I mean, seriously, and find out how a Cyclops has a two-eyed kid. That's what I'm worried about. But you end up where Luke needs to get his book. And they need to get the drive, and maybe you can get all these people out. But by the end, my guess is that this colony, it's one of those situations. Hey, let's go. No, this is our life now. We like the no space. They're not going to want to leave. We won't be able to assimilate back, and we want to stay here. And what that will end up doing is then allowing, because I think there's a weird play. If you get all them coming out, then you do play that weird way of, well, how did time work and why did it stop? But these people have been there for centuries. How is that and all that? So screw that. I think they're going to stay. This is the life we know. Maybe the kid will go and Luke will say, I'll take care of him and lose him within like two seconds. That kid goes off and we never see him again. But I think that Luke leaves the lightsaber there with the kid that allows yeah, that I lightsaber that. gone. You don't have a problem where you have to worry about these people. They stay there. And everything's easy peasy, and you didn't waste any time in the overall timeline. You played your little story. It's okay. It, it, this isn't the greatest story. I mean, the idea that they're going to find fuel and they go into no space, it's, you know, it's not the biggest adventure ever, but it's okay. I, we had some mm-hmm. fun talking about it. There's some funny plays here, stuff like that. So you have that going on. But overall, what would you give it? Uh, I'd give it a seven and a half, I think. And I'm going just, seven. I'm going to go a little okay. less, yeah. And the art's a little weird. It's a, a, a little too basic for this or something. There's something weird yeah, going it's, on. Yeah, it is a, a bit odd. Compared to the other one. i tell you, the kid, that Forvon, when he's there, I don't know that they have a real good dental plan in those spaces. Oh, his teeth are, like, all over the place. <laughs> he shouldn't be smiling so big with his missing teeth. Why would you uh, do that? I mean, yeah. well, what does he have to smile about anyway? He's in no space. <laughs> he should be miserable. Yeah, he seems okay, though. He, he likes the Jedi. That keeps him going. Again, his, his dad, in their quotes, I think, he ends <laughs> up where you, you almost want, like, it would be, okay, I want my kid to have hope, but I guess he's like, there's no hope. So I, I don't want him to do this. He ends up being like the idea before you graduate college and you think you're going to change the world and then you realize that you're not and then you become yep. miserable. That's when, because they even say, hey, once you become from the new to the old 
in the colony, then you get, I think that it's just that you have to lose all hope and dreams as they keep coming. So what, what do you want to do today? Until you like, what does it matter? Same old, <laughs> same old, you know, same stuff, different day. Then you, you're actually, then you're, you know, hey, you're an old now. You're going to have your weapons. That's all they're waiting for. For you to have, hey, working hard, hardly working. They hear Luke say that he gets his lightsaber that day. Uh, but at this point, you know, the hopes and dreams are still alive. But overall, these were decent enough. I, I, yeah. I did get mad at them. The, the Star Wars one took me a little week. longer to go through. Uh, but the Bounty Hunters I did enjoy. And that sets up some cool stuff. Actually, that is one of those where instead of me sitting there like, man, can't wait till we get to Return of the Jedi, the Bounty Hunters, which is a cool separate deal that could do its own thing anyway. I'm like, no, this seems like this could be a new direction and it could be pretty cool. So I do like that. So with all that, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks for joining me once again, Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. I will mention to you why I don't know why people would even know what this is, but we actually got through a recording without you cutting out on me. So I think that we've solved our problem. Uh, but with all of that, thanks, everybody. And go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, WeirdScienceMarvelComics.com. Check out reviews from our man, Gabe. And then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where we have a bunch of bonus exclusive podcasts, Marvel, DC, manga, indie, all that stuff rolled up into one. And then check out our YouTube channel at Weird Science Comics. But that's it. Thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you all later. You are all weirdos. Weird Science is the revolution. revolution.